Good morning and welcome to Money Monday on the Daily Huddle. So we have on these Mondays, it's mindset, money, sometimes money mindset. And we're going to talk about how the two go together today and how your mindset can affect your financial success. The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. Good morning, everybody. Um, I am Kimberly. This is Zach. We are your hosts for Money Mondays. Um, so we're excited to, to have you guys today. And we're going to talk about how um, mindset affects your money. So super excited to have that conversation and and to, to talk you guys through that. Well, I, I tell you what, we're uh, coming to you guys uh, this morning after just spending last week in uh, in Las Vegas with our HCI National Convention. We do that once a year. and. Um, it's always exciting to be around people that are successful and positive and thinking in that positive direction. So we wanted to kind of circle back around to how mindset affects your financial success uh, in general. And so there are a lot of things that I, I drew. We, I, while we were out there, um, obviously, we got to uh, surround ourselves with people that are making lots of money um, and also talk to them about what they're doing in the same industry and the same company that that we are. And um, it was fascinating to me. I, I emceed a couple of different uh, times and I was in on backstage talking to these guys as they were coming up. Um, and, and we recognize all the top earners and all those kind of things during the award ceremonies. And um, a lot of these guys are incredibly analytical. They're very, and, and you think, there's a tendency to look at at the group. A lot of them are from India, so you think that they're they're just everything's a magical math problem, and they've got this all put together, and they're they they're doing something differently because of who they are uh, in the money business, um, and that's really not the case. The, the the number one thing that I got across the board asking these guys questions um, on their way out onto stage to talk for just a few minutes, I would just take a minute and ask them these questions, and it was literally that. I, they had to see themselves in a different light. They had to see their possibility for success and for money in a different light before they could switch from. And some of these guys are leaving two and three hundred thousand dollar a year salary jobs in the IT world to do that, to do twice that, three times that in helping others manage their money and, and, and teaching financial concepts. And so it's kind of a paradigm shift when you think, wow, they're pretty good income already. And they had to see themselves more financially successful in order to, to change their paradigm, if you will. So I wanted to talk about that. And I've spent time making notes and some other things. But I think the most important thing we can realize is that our success financially is directly attributed to how we see money and how we treat money and how we think about money. Um, and that goes back to I, I, we have to go first back to our own experiences uh, and see where we developed our view of, of money and finance. And so we can find the root of our thoughts and, um, and adjust that um, from that perspective that uh, some of the things that I was reading as I, I went through here is 
Uh, obviously, your childhood experiences with money. What was your household like growing up? Um, was money scarce? Uh, was there a lot of conversation about that? It's really, it's really funny. Kimberly and I got into the the, the money business in 2002, and we had when our second daughter was born, and we had a, a, like took off like a rocket ship uh, in 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 the success direction. Made a bunch of money, had a, had a lot of things going our way, and then you guys might remember 2008 came along, and there was a little bit of a correction. We were in the mortgage business really heavy back then, and the mortgage uh, world just stopped in 2008. And and it's funny because our oldest daughter still, because she was at a formidable age when our finances changed drastically, and we didn't have a lot of conversation with that with her about that. But she'll still, when we sit down for a family dinner, she'll order and be conscious of what she's ordering costs. And that is attributed directly, in my opinion, to an experience she had as a child. Now, our other ones, they can order whatever <laughs> they want, and they're, they're, they're not going to worry about that. But she's funny. She's still that way. So she remembers going from, from soda to water. <laughs> right. We're, we're, we're going to have, and, and that was a great health moment that was an unintended consequence because we quit drinking soda forever at that point. But that was the reason. It was, no, nope, we can't add that extra money to the bill. Uh, we're going to all drink water. But so your childhood experiences, uh, think about that. And then your cultural and social influences. If the people that you're around socially have a negative view of money or a negative view of people with money, then you're not going to attract a lot of, of, of positive thoughts about making more or changing the way that uh, that, that works. Your education, you know, what, what were you taught? Were you taught about that we've talked about Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. And from an education standpoint, if you haven't read that book, go back and read it. Or, or if you have, reread it, because he talks about understanding money from two different perspectives. Um, and, and one was from a uh, from a, a rich dad, right, that had financial success. And the other was from his actual father that he calls his poor dad, but that just wasn't knowledgeable in the in the money world. Um, and then uh, lastly, you got to find out your, your, evaluate your own personal experiences. So your childhood experiences, your social uh, constructs and the people that you're around, what you've learned or, or not learned, what you can, can learn, and then your personal experiences with money. Have you had a negative experience with money? Have you had a negative experience with, you know, what, whatever, or a positive one? That's how your money mindset is and was developed. So those are the, the things you've got to go back and look at. The, the next step is how do I go from where I am to where I want to be, right? So what there are seven steps that, that I've, uh, I didn't come up with this. I found it and I wrote it down because I thought it was uh, a very articulate way of saying what I had seen this last week um, and talking to these people while I was out there. Um, number one, there's seven steps if you want to write this down. Um, number one is you got to let go of the past, whatever that is and whatever your, your, your past financial failures or mistakes or whatever, you can't hang on to that. If you want to go in a different direction, you just can't keep looking back. Uh, we talk about that a lot. <laughs> you just, it, you can't look forward when you're constantly turned around looking backwards. Um, practice appreciation. Be thankful. We talk about this at the beginning and also at the end of, of the daily huddle meetings. Be thankful for what you've got. Be thankful for where you are. Find the things to be grateful for and appreciate them. Simply, that will bring you into a better place mentally than thinking about what you don't have, right? Or, or being envious of what other people have. 
Number three, focus on abundance. Focus on the fact that the world around you is full of opportunity and that uh, you should be looking for the opportunities to make money or to make people's lives better, not looking at the, the lack of opportunity or seeing things from a scarcity mentality. Um, a lot of times when people think about money, and this is why we've talked about people spend a lot more time on their budget than they do on their income, because they think about, oh my goodness, if I lose this money that's coming in, I won't be able to pay what? Instead of thinking, I need to make more money, or if I want to afford this, I need to go and increase my income. So focus on abundance. Think about that there's opportunity all around you and look for it, and it will all of a sudden appear. It's amazing. I think that's a, an important place to pause and talk about. Um, one of our mentors very, very early on in the money business when we got into this world, um, everything we do is commission only, right? And so we go from this this salaried comfortable, which was very uncomfortable because we didn't make enough money. But, <laughs> but in our brains, we got paid every month, right? Every single month that paycheck would hit our account every single month. And to go from that guarantee to, to commission was unnerving and it was unsettling. And, um, you know, we did have two small babies at the time and just trying to figure out how to bridge that transition. And um, our mentor at the time said, she said, sit down and, and put on paper what your needs have to be, right? And then forget about it and put your head down and go to work. Because if all you do is focus on that piece of paper, you might make that amount, but you're probably going to make less. But if you if you know what it has to be and then you put your head down, ignore it, and you go to work, you'll always make more. And we always have. And I, I think that that's as counterintuitive as it sounds. Um, it's the best advice we've ever given. You can talk about um, paddling in the river because it's, the, it, oh, it's yeah. the same advice. It's just a different context. Um, yeah. And that what she's referred to, my dad's a big whitewater boater and has been my whole life. And, you know, a lot of lessons come from uh, what you what's around you. Right. And he used what to focus on what you're focused on. So we, if you've ever been paddling in a kayak or a canoe down a river, um, one of the things you want to avoid are the rocks in the middle of the stream. So you, you <laughs> can they'll flip you over. They, they will. But if you focus on it and you stare at the rocks themselves, you're going to go right at the rocks. I promise. Uh, but if you focus on where the water is going and where you want to go, instead of focusing on where you don't want to go, miraculously, you will paddle your boat in that direction. So um, it, it's it's a lot about focus and about the direction that you look um, that 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 means a lot to where you end up. So you're going to say something. I was just going to say, if you, if you don't believe us, try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Well, we did that once, right? Um, Down yeah. the Nanahala. Yeah, Wait, we, pregnant. We got, that was, that was Don't funny. hit the rock. You see it? I've seen it. <laughs> Don't hit the rock. Okay, I'm not going to hit the rock. We hit the rock. We hit the rock. Um, <laughs> so uh, that brings us to point number four, though. So number three was focus on abundance and, and look for, and I'll go, I'll close out number three by saying, if, you ever, if you've ever bought a new car or you've ever been shopping for a new car, this is the easiest way that I can make everybody just click real quickly, is that if you think that you're, you bought this new car and you're so excited about it, and then all of a sudden, all around you, everybody else has the same car. You start to see that model. You start to see that, and it just pops up everywhere. Those cars were there before you got yours. You just now have started to focus on that model and that car. So what's around you is opportunity. And if you focus on opportunity, you'll see it. If you focus on a lack of, you won't see it. So uh, moving on to number four, which is educate yourself. 
So focus on abundance was number three. Number four is educate yourself. This kind of goes back to my Zig Ziglar quote, right? I know big TVs are great and I know rich people have big TVs, but the point in his quote was spend less time in being fed from the television and more time eating from books, right? And, and learning and, and reading, listening to podcasts and, and, and things like that. So you can grow your mind instead of, uh, you know, watching a television screen. So um, educate yourself, read books, uh, listen to, to, to other people that know about people. those things. Talk to people that are successful. Absolutely. Um, which leads us to number five, which is surround yourself with people that are like you want to be. Um, it's it's funny we this uh, at the same event. One of the speakers said that if you're the smartest guy in the room, then you're in the wrong room, um, and that that means that you, you should always be surrounding yourself with people that can um, lift you up and and can educate you and those kind of things. Uh, anyway, so surround yourself with the atmosphere with uh, the people that put you in that positive mindset, and one of the Big things you got to do is be able to realize when you are not in that mindset. Um, that's next. Number six, avoid negative self-talk uh, and avoid negative inputs. Um, we, we had a, So one of the guys that, that, that founded our company, um, a guy named Hubert Humphrey, was speaking from stage at, when we were in Las Vegas, and he's, he's a big Superman fan, right? So he was talking about the one thing that makes Superman weak is kryptonite right? It's, it's an element from his, his planet that when he touches it or is around it on earth makes him weak. And he, he referenced that to what makes all of us weak mentally is what he called crap tonight, which I thought was funny. And he said, it's all the crap that's around you that you allow in your thought process that you allow in your, I, maybe I won't be successful or maybe I won't be able to get this stuff done or, or I can't or any of that kind of talk that's crap tonight, right? That's going to get inside your mind and you're going to start to believe what you say to yourself. Um, your subconscious is listening always. And your subconscious is what acts, um, believe it or not. And what we feed our mind through our own self-talk is very, very, very powerful. So remember that to give yourself a pat on the back um, when you get up in the morning and talk about those kind of things. And then lastly, out of those seven things, is um, practice generosity. It's also one of our, uh, our our tenets, which is to give, right? Practice giving. If you operate in an area of abundance and you think about opportunity everywhere and you practice generosity, you just have an entirely different energy flow. You have an entirely different um, perspective on, on the world. Um, it's funny. It's, it's somewhat annoying, I know, for, for a lot of us, but um, I've just, just become a practice. If I go to the grocery store and they're taking money for like, they have a Publix right down the road from us. We did some grocery shopping yesterday and they have, a, it, it is, Kimberly <laughs> says, very annoying, but they ask you at the checkout line almost every single time, would you like to donate a dollar to Children's Miracle Network or whatever else? And I've just gotten in practice of just saying yes. Why not? I, I so I yesterday it was for school supplies for kids that that need help getting school supplies. And I was like, yes, add five bucks to my bill. That's fine. I that will go somewhere else. And so just that practice of of being generous uh, for for just the sake of being generous. Um, 
let's have some conversation. Let's have some 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 chat about this stuff because I think this could really be uh, a, a game changer for a lot of people out there to understand that not only um, is financial success attainable by them, but it's totally and completely controlled by what's between their ears and how they approach their day. So anybody um, anybody have any comments or questions about what we just talked about? Hey, Cece. Unmute yourself. Hey. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Can you hear me? Sorry. That's I can okay. hear you, but I'll get off. Aww. It's still it's still robot-y. <laughs> if you get in a better spot, try to unmute again and, and let's chat. Um but in the meantime, um, I, I think mindset is so important, right? And, and it's something that we were really super lucky and blessed early on in our lives. Um, Zach and I met when I was 19 and he was 21 and, and we were always big dreamers. So we were always listening and looking and hoping. And, and both of us came from, you know, traditional employees, right? Both sets of our parents were traditional employees. They did really, really well. They were at the top of their employee food chain, but they were still employees. So for us to make that transition to entrepreneur and to, to, you know, the, the financial abundance and changing our mindset, it's been a, a, a constant, how old am I now? 25. Oh yeah. We'll be married 25 years in a few days. Um, but it's been a constant 25, 27 year lesson of teaching yourself and retraining your mind and reprogramming your mind. And, you know, so I think that's something to remember also is this isn't going to happen overnight, but you can take those small pieces and you can reach retrain, um, your brain to see what you want it to see. Right. We always find exactly what we're looking for. So don't forget that. Right. So what are you looking for? I think that goes to, to this entire conversation. Yeah. Uh, and f- from that, and that's just really been kind of on, on my thought process all week last week is what differentiates people that are successful. And we were in a room of 4,000 people and, and they were, you know, some people just getting started on this journey of, of financial awareness and other people that have been doing it for a while and incomes from you know zero, just getting a new license to people that were making multiple millions of dollars a year, and all of that—it's we're all the same people, right? We 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 put our pants on one leg at a time, as the as the saying goes. So, um, Sorel, what 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 would you like to add to this? I know this is something you like to to talk about a lot as well. Oh my God, I I, I just want to steal the term "crap" tonight from you guys. <laughs> So we I'm saw asking it. You can have it. Permission to just spread it all over the world. Now, what's what's showing up for me, guys, is that uh, it's it's difficult to avoid crap tonight because Lex Luthor, which is humanity, is around, and Lex Luthor knows that as Superman, I'm susceptible and weakened when I'm close to crap tonight. So uh, I'm grateful for the the term because now it leaves me in the practice of knowing that right around the corner, not that I'm focusing on crap tonight, but like right around the corner is crap tonight waiting to happen. 
And crap tonight ends up being my access to sheesh, man. I see crap tonight. I go to the next phone booth and I change. Right. <laughs> and I fly up, up and away. <laughs> you know, I love Superman, by the way. So uh, the, the whole analogy just leaves me completely empowered to, in any moment of my life, transform. Crap tonight, phone booth. Fly away. Boom. Done. <laughs> I love it. It's, it is, um, and that's it. I think that's one of the biggest pieces is being able to recognize yeah. when, when you're getting it, when you're near it, right? Um, because a lot of us think of it as news, right? I got to be informed. Well, if you turn on the regular news out there, you're going to you're going to get a lot of crap tonight. Uh, I don't care what channel it is or or who it does not matter. You're going to get a lot of of, of crazy uh, negative input into your into your hard drive. So, Cece, let's give it a try. See if we can hear you again. Uh, now. I think it's better. Keep talking. You're better. Oh, great. Good morning, everyone. Yes, I learned all of my negative thinking, you know, about finances. So, yes, I'm letting go of the past on how I learned how to do things and how I'm doing when it comes to um, thinking, especially after reading uh, Robert Kiyosaki's book. And I'll go back and do the audio again just as a reminder. And there's abundance everywhere. I love it when you said to write down your budget and decide and don't keep looking at it, but just go. And I'm going to use. Well, I think we we dropped Cece, but from what she's from what I heard, she said that uh, let go. She's letting go of the past, uh, which was something that that uh, we talked about. And then write down and know your budget. And I think that's important. We talked about that. It's not you can't just say I'm not going to worry about my bills. Right. <laughs> you can't just say I, I know I owe all that, but I'm just going to go to work. It's going to happen. It, you've got to know that it's there and have a plan to pay it and, and make sure that you stay in a positive financial direction. But then don't don't focus on it. Uh, and and I, I tell people all the time that love their job or love what they do. It's like it's not about uh, it's not about hating or, or leaving where you are. It's about asking yourself the question, can I go to work harder or smarter and make more money where I am? And if I can't, then my choices are to either find an avenue or an opportunity where I can do that or focus on that budget and try to squeeze as much as I can out of the money that I make. So we've, we've talked in previous episodes about how difficult it is, almost impossible to save your way to wealth, mm -hmm. especially if you get involved with saving later, if you didn't get that, that knowledge and that education early on. Um, but uh, creating an avenue to increase your cash flow is something that I think everybody should be looking for. Um, and realizing from that perspective, where am I, what can I do, and how do I get there? But having a plan to pay your bills, knowing what they are, knowing, knowing that they're covered, and then go to work and focus on abundance. And I think that um, that appreciation, right? The thankfulness too. I am super thankful for where we are right now. Um, this isn't 
my pinnacle, right? This isn't my ultimate end all be all dreams and goals, but I'm super appreciative and super thankful about where I am right now. And I think that's important um, for all of us to remember is to be thankful for where you are. It doesn't mean that that you're complacent, right? It doesn't mean that you're okay. It doesn't mean that that you don't have further to go, but it does mean that that you can take a pause and listen to the birds sing and, and look around you and, and really appreciate where you are right now. So um, I, think, I think that's a big one too. I think it's a big piece to really change your mindset. Um, you know, whether it's people that can't pay their bills, then what are you thankful for financially? There are pieces, I'm sure. Even if you have to kind of dig down and, and dissect what you're actually thankful for, there are pieces that you're thankful for. So find that and focus on that and, and that will grow. It always does. Um, and then finally, I'll leave you guys with um, something our, our youngest daughter, Harper, taught us one time. Um, she came home from school in like like second grade or whatever, right? And in Charleston, you guys might know this or you might not, not know this, but we have this bridge that everybody walks so that the entire side of it over the over the intercoastal is, is a walking area, like walks, walking and biking over the Ravenel Bridge. And it's a pretty steep trek. It's about five miles if you go over and back. Um, but it's not just a, a flat walk. It's up and down. And if you come back, then obviously you go back the, the other way. And so we decided we were going to walk the bridge as a, as a family. And Harper was not <laughs> happy. She was not <laughs> having it, right? And she's puffing and puffing up that bridge. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then all of a sudden she said, yet. And I said, what'd you say? And she said, I can't do it yet. And I was like, what'd you say? You know, like it was just, it was so powerful to me. And she said that her teacher, Mr. Scott, taught her about the power of yet. And she said, I can't run this bridge yet. But one day I know I will if I continue to work for to to work for this. And so I think that we should all take the power of yet in our lives and, and remember whether we aren't where we are financially or our mindset's not where it should be. I don't know that our mindset will ever be where it should be. It is always a, a continual perfection of of what we do and who we are and, and what we see. But just remember the power of yet. It's okay that you're not there, right? As long as you say yet. Um, but if you accept failure, then you're accepting failure. So always add that yet to the end of it. Um, and I, I think it'll, it'll change the way you look at things. It is funny how that one word can change a comment from a negative self-talk to a positive affirmation. Um, so play with that throughout your day and realize when you say, I can't do this and you add yet to it, how it changes the way you feel about that situation. So, um, glad to have these conversations. Um, I think that uh, this gets me started. Uh, the thought process about these things um, gets me started on my day. And um, I just love this conversation and empowering others to uh, to change uh, their mind, their mindset, and also their direction. So at the Daily Huddle, we agree that the best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself 
and readies us to give our very best each day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss that stress. Laugh. Laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back. You will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love. Most of all, love. With your words, your thoughts, and your actions. Power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. Until next time.